I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Lafondra looking to get side of Font. Lafondra away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Hello, it's the Empire Royals podcast supported by Blue Cross Street Food. Uh, I'm Alex, your host, here to talk about Reading 1, Bristol Rovers 1. Uh, I've been joined today by Matt Lansley. Matt, how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah, it's here to talk about just... Uh, I, I just want some positivity. We had Well, we had some positivity at the weekend, didn't we? But uh, with the FA Cup win against Milton Keynes. But the, the league is... It's not our friend at the moment. It's not our friend in the league. It is a grind watching league football at the moment. Mm. And on the other end, I've got Paul. Paul, how are you enjoying the grind of league football? Uh, I hate it. <laughs> I'll be honest, there's nothing to like about league one football, is there? I mean, uh, we're shit. We're bottom of the league. We can't win. Um, I could go to a whole list of other reasons why not to enjoy it. But yeah, there's there's nothing to like about it at all. Yeah, this it was going to be really fun cool. as well. Let's remember that, Alex. It was going to be fun in League One, wasn't it? I do remember this. Yeah, it's not how relegations are meant to go, is it? Let's be honest. Like you get relegated and you think, well, maybe it'll be better next season, and actually, it's now worse. Now we're bottom of the league. Last season, we weren't bottom. Well, it, it's it, not necessarily better, but like it, you just it might might you might be able to scrap a mid-table after relegation. You know, you know, you're not you you're not expecting to be bottom. Just with seven down. points after 15 games. Can I just not add that I didn't say it was going to be fun. <laughs> There's at no point did I think it was going to be fun, but at no other point in my brain did I think it was going to be this bad. I mean, I'm sure none of us did. No, nobody really thought it was going to be quite this miserable. Um, so last night, we lined up in a 4-1-4-1 formation. There was a little bit of Sellers roulette bingo, I guess, Matt, with the team selection. Mm. Played our sixth different left back of the season last night. With Dorset. Yep. Sixth left back of the season. Dorset playing left back yesterday um, for the first time. Mm. And Hutchinson playing as kind of the pivot 
one in front of the centre backs. Um, obviously, Craig and Guinness Walker both ended up on the bench yesterday after starting against Portsmouth last weekend. Thoughts on the team selection? Yeah, I think the I think the surprise of um, the surprise of the team selection was Portet, wasn't it? Um, you know, I think. Um, I was on was it Aberdeen or some somewhere who was on loan last year and I think got got injured. He kind of just drifted into the drifted into the background, hasn't he? So it's um nice to see him pop back up, but um but but yeah. It's kind of know. out of the blue though, isn't it? I, I don't Dorset's not been involved in any cup games particularly, not on the bench. It's just sort of out of the blue that they've decided that they need to try and find somebody to play at left back at the moment. Well, it's, it screams a bit of well, you never like saying it, but you know it's a kind of a bit of desperation, isn't it? You know, we're we're, we're scrambling for who to play there. You know, we've tried Carson; he's had you know his challenges. Guinness Walker has got his limitations. Um, McIntyre obviously injured at the moment, I think. Um, Mola, not really a left back. Seemingly you know, just burned um, out completely, Mola. Now there's 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 so many you know, thing, things that we've tried. And I think, you know, it's just got to the point of, oh, well, you, you can't really, I don't think you can say that the manager has any faith in the left-back position now, right? You know, just given how many players have tried there, you know, we've not done this with any other position. Um, in midfield, you know, I think I think most were expecting, you know, Craig to come back in, given, you know, the kind of, not calming influence, but just like the, the 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 impressions he's made so far. But you know, maybe maybe Sellers wanted the experience in there, and you know, Hutchinson. It's good to see him back from injury because you know he's been been out a little bit. But but yeah, you know, I think apart from that, it was all kind of um, uh, quite quite expected, really. You know, Sam Smith's definitely got that number one, seemingly or number nine striker shirt nailed down. Aziz is undroppable, seemingly. Somehow, some way, some why. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. There's a lot of, the, Paul, there's a lot of, I guess, elements to the team at the moment, which we could discuss around who's starting and why. If you were to be able to change three of the starting lineup from last night, which ones would you change? I'd oh, definitely change these. A hundred percent. But for who? You need a, you need a, you've got to give me King some, like, um, just anyone. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's harsh, but no, I think you'd have to put in someone. You'd have either Vickers there or you could have Elliot there. I'm not saying they're going to rip up the league. Makariu as well, being a natural winger. Who's that, sorry? Uh, Makariu. Yeah, well. yeah. An- another one. Another one. I, I don't think they're going to destroy the league or anything like that, but come on. Femi Aziz, 70 games now, more than that without a goal. I mean, at some point, if you're playing in that area, you've got to be a little bit more prolific than that. And I know he hasn't started every single one of those games, but I mean, ideally, left back, you would change that, wouldn't you? I mean, but the problem is, who the fuck do you play at left back? I mean, we've tried everyone. I mean, if you're having six different left backs in 14 games, that's almost one every two games. That tells me Ruben Sellers also doesn't have a clue who to play there. Probably, probably someone ahead of Savage. I think that's what you do, isn't it? You'd have someone with a bit more kind of actually involvement in the game from first minute to 90. But yeah, yet again, we don't have that player in the team. We just don't have any quality. 
And you say three, I mean, you could easily make 10, couldn't you? We haven't got time for 10. No, you could, though, <laughs> couldn't you? I mean, if you wanted to finish mid-table in that league, I think you'd have to make at least eight changes, which is I'm quite gonna, scary. I'm going to I'm gonna chuck in Yeardum out at right back as well and Button out of goal. Sorry, I had to get Button out of goal. Well, I mean, I say, I know what you're saying about Button, but to be honest, I don't think he's been one of the worst performers this season. I mean, I, don't, I know he's I, had I'm not sure, Yeah, I'm not sure I would replace Button or Yeardum, even uh, despite the fact that they're not playing that well, just on the basis of there's other players who are definitely playing worse playing worse um, oh no no yeah yeah in an ideal world i totally agree matt it, yeah, it, it no. would be i think if, I, I think if i was picking three at the minute it would be elliot into central midfield for savage craig into central midfield for hutchinson and then somebody at left back ideally but god knows who but given there isn't really an obvious option at left back at the moment i would probably go for vickers vickers out a wide Instead of Nick's or Aziz, it doesn't really matter which one because neither of them really. I listened to you last week, and Lansley was saying, Who would have thought that at one point would be really, really wanting Tom McIntyre to come back at left back? But honestly, in this <laughs> league, I think he is the solution compared to everything else that we've got. I, I think he'd be got, easily the best one. Guys, got to be better than what we've got, surely. Like, got to yeah, be. Got to be. But anyway, that, 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 is, that is a damning indictment of where we are. As a team, uh, right? But now. No, I understand yeah. that. But also, no. we've gone for all these players, mm. and not one of us has said Tom Hines. No, I I've, I've no. forgotten. He's, I've forgotten. He's yeah, yeah, exactly. He's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? A forgotten yeah. man at the moment. Um, let's talk about the game from last night. I would say the first. Mm, we, we we probably started the stronger again last night, man, but we didn't create anything. There was a couple of like moments, the ball come across the box. We didn't, you know, so many times I think this season where we've had these like low crosses, we don't ever see anybody attacking the near post or running into the box. It, it, it all felt a bit, I guess, half-hearted um, for the first well, like, 15 the way, minutes. Yeah, sure no, I, I, get, I get what you're either, saying. But... Yeah, I, like, I get I get what you're saying, and uh, the way I see it, it's just like this. Seemingly, is Sellers' football through and through. Like you can come out, you can come out well. You can start the game well. You can get pressure on. You can get the ball. Because I mean, to be fair, we 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 controlled the first you know twelve fifteen minutes. To be fair, that uh, maybe not fifteen, but you know the good a good ten minutes of that first half, first ten minutes, we really controlled. Bristol could barely get their foot on the ball. The ball kept coming back to us. We kept having pressure, but we can't fashion chances, you know. And how many? This is the real frustration with with this team at the moment for me as well, because it's just whenever whenever we're on top, we can't capitalize on it. Whenever the other team isn't playing well, we can't capitalize on that. Because even though Bristol started to get back into the half after that first ten minutes, they were still dreadful. They were still shocking. It really wouldn't have taken much to have got a goal. A little bit of quality. We did get it at one point with with, with obviously Smith's goal, but you've got to you've you've got to be able to fashion more chances. And what was it? It was I think it was four chances in the first or four shots, not even chances. Had, yeah, I think yesterday we had six shots in total, five on target, which you know I think that's a pretty damning indictment of itself. If you've been, if you've had six shots the entire game. Mm. And one is off target, 
it kind of indicates you're probably not shooting enough at all. Um, because if all of your shots are on target, you know, it's, it's, yes, it's good, obviously, if all your shots go on target, but it's not realistic to have all your shots going on target. Six is not enough shots during a game, especially when one of them is wing from 30 yards when he's trying to lob the goalkeeper. Um, well, I think I think most of them were from like 25, 30 yards, weren't they? I'm not, I'm not uh, actually, we had two, we had two shots in the box and one of them was Sam Smith right from wide left, you know, that is a big, big problem, you know, and, and it's not the first time, you know, we're, 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 we're talking about this and it's, it's a real problem, you know, this team just can't capitalize on moments in games and just make chances. And... I guess, Paul, this kind of leads on to the fact that we're, what, 14, 14 games in plus five or six different cup games now. And outside of Sellers having a kind of seemingly preferred formation of either 4-2-2-2 or 4-1-4-1, it's difficult to really know what the plan is in, in trying to create chances and trying to score goals. And it doesn't feel like we've seen a, a you know a, a stereotypical game from sellers yet where we've gone on a, a, a consistent pattern of creating chances in the same way um we don't have a style which has really been nailed down it feels like yeah i, I don't think i think um the players are just as i would say they're confused but they don't have a natural understanding of this formation or the style of play that we're trying to create under ruben sellers at, at all there doesn't really seem to be anything consistent. When we first came in, the start of the season, it was a high press. We were trying to, you know, regain possession in the opposition half, very high. That I mean, that where's that gone? I mean, that doesn't seem to be there very often. It happened last night once, but in the last seven or eight games, haven't really seen much of that. It's been quite lethargic. Um, then chance creation. Almost, we could go to so many games and it's pass, pass, pass outside the box, but no one there with enough creativity or enough desire to make the run to create that space actually in that squad or available or missing or actually on the pitch. I mean, Vickers, I do not understand why he doesn't get more game time because he's one of those players who can create something. Yeah, he does have his flaws and he's not perfect, but he should be getting more game time, shouldn't he, really? I mean, yeah. I remember hearing I just saying before we started about Kitson and he was talking to Glenn Little on the radio on Saturday saying that with the formation that we're creating, it's going to give the players more issues of making decisions. And when you're in League One, you have to limit decision making because they're not very good at making them. Uh, and that's repeatedly shown, isn't it, Alex? I mean, you just got to break it down. And Ruben Sellers will not be there once we have a new owner. I'll, I'll be astonished if he stays. No, I mean, you're right. A, a, a decision-making in this side is is really poor. Um, we had a second-half break at one point from a Bristol Rovers corner, and I've we rarely have created a counter-attack this season from a from an opposition set-piece, but yesterday we did have one, and it was three on two. Smith is going to the left. Um, Aziz is going to the right. There's only one defender who's kind of stood in between Smith and Aziz, and the defender starts to drift towards Smith and then the ball gets played into Smith. And granted, yes, we all probably are sitting here thinking Aziz isn't going to score anyway, even if he gets the ball from, you know, whatever it was, 30 yards out. 
but that's the right decision. You still have to make that pass. Like playing into Smith is the wrong choice. It, and you've, it's you've, you've still got to play it to Aziz, but also if you play it to Smith, you've got to actually make the pass, which and we didn't, yeah, yeah and, and we didn't. And uh, um, like, and admittedly, yes, I think it was Abby who was the one who was breaking away. And you're sure you don't want Abby being the one who's you know playing playing a you know a through ball in for for a one on one. But like, I mean, this is this is like under under eight stuff, just waiting a pass and putting it, it forward. The space, right? Like it's play it's... it into the space. Like 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 when 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 you've when you've got a break on, that's all you've got to do. You're not you're not trying to lead you know sam smith out wide or you know sell it a bit short so he can cut back and move it around you're just trying to help him get to goal you know because he's probably got the pace to hold off the defender there and it's on his left foot just play it in front of him play it in front and just let him run onto it but that couldn't even happen you know and it's like it's just so frustrating watching the team at the moment because it's like and i mean paul you mentioned about the fact that you know that we're lacking so much kind of well that there's there's no plan that, that that you can see and i think it's a bit of a well i think that, that there has been a plan originally with sellers because you mentioned it one half was high press but also it was playing it down the wings and trying to you know get 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 it in from there but you're not even seeing that anymore you know i mean like like there were so many just oh, i don't even know what to call them like just pointless, aimless balls, just straight up the field, long balls. And there was a lot of aimless balls at Smith, who, in fairness to him, did quite well on his own trying to win the ball. Mm. But ultimately, there's nobody. We're not playing a central player behind him. We're not playing a second striker. So he's got nobody to give the ball to that if he does win it. Uh-huh. It's it kind of, it, it's a pointless kind of pass um, because you're basically asking Smith to do everything. It, it yeah. just doesn't very very unsensible. We did kind of get a a moment of joy though yesterday, Paul, with the goal. Um, the ball's won high up the field. We've got good pressure on, and uh, we do pick up the ball kind of in the final third. I'm not really understanding why Bristol Rovers seemingly want to play out like from the back like this, but it's caused them all sorts of issues uh, just before half time here. And Smith gets his first goal for Reading. It's a really good finish, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a fantastic finish. It, it really is. Um, it's one of those ones that you can see, okay, that's why um, we're so glad to have him back in the team because he can, you know, that is not a simple chance at all. I've seen many strikers put that wide or hit it straight to the goalie. Uh, virtually everyone in the club would have missed that, I think, apart from him. And yet again, as I was saying, if you high press in this league, you're going to get some joy. Savage puts a little bit of pressure on, creates a tiny little hesitation. Nibs gets the ball, passes it through to Smith, and he does the rest. I mean, it's not complicated what you need to do in this league. It really isn't. You might not score every every, every single time, but you're going to get opportunities. And why we've moved away from that, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't seem to get it. I no. There's a lot of things happened at the club, but I I don't, I can't put into words what mindset would create you to think, let's go away from something that I know that is creating chances in the first few games, even though it wasn't going perfectly, and then going to playing long balls up to Sam Smith, who I think has been excellent since he's come in, 
it just won't work, will it, Matt? I mean, how's that ever going to work with him? I I don't know, you know, and it just smacks like 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 say ever just a manager, um, a, a manager who's desperate, you know, he's not really got a grip on kind of the situation, really, you know, and and I do feel sorry for him, you know, I've I've, I've felt sorry similarly for a lot of you know managers, Reading managers of late. You know, he's had a ridiculously tough job, but it's simply not simply not good enough, you know, at the moment. Um, on the positive side, Sam Smith is looking really good. You know, I think I like to be honest, last night he was probably one of the one of the shining lights, you know, I think from from a pretty poor night. Um, you know, I can't really think of many other players that I'm saying played particularly well last night, but Smith, he was energetic, he was running, he was pressing, he was closing stuff down, he was winning. You know, some of the, some of those pressing um, pressing situations, and scored a very good goal. You know, um, I'm glad he got that, especially after the Portsmouth game and his um, his miss, obviously in that that game, which you know I'm sure, you know, he won't need anyone telling him that that, that you know that should have um, that should have gone in. But you know, it's, it's 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 good for him. You could tell tell how much it meant to him as well. Like, and which which is surprising because you know I think he's he's had some critics you know over the years and you know when he was previously at reading you know about certain certain elements but you know the 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 kid can play you know i think you know he, he he's if he can if he can pull out some of those you know shots and goals you know every every um every few goals he scores that's what you want from a strike you know you want him to do some some of the basic stuff you know Maybe like you know the one against Portsmouth, but you know if he can bring in some goals like that, that you know probably not expecting him to score. You know you're not really expecting someone to score wide left like he was yesterday. You know you could be having a really good season, but it's just nice having another option really back. You know we said that before he came back, and it's just uh, really good to have him back. He's going to be one of the main reasons that well i say we don't finish bottom if we don't finish bottom he'll be the one of the main reasons that we don't because he's you know clearly one of the most talented players in this team um i think he looks like one of the better strikers in the league i haven't seen enough of the other strikers to say, no 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 but... I, I think honestly can you say really that after a few games paul yeah no, 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 I, don't mind, <laughs> I don't mind this i don't mind this at all I don't think the quality of the strikers is high. I'm not saying he's amazing, but I do think he he's one of the rare players I've seen in the league. I'm going to take out Portsmouth because they look really quite good. He makes more good decisions than bad decisions. And I think in League One, that's quite unusual. I don't want to go on to a bad decision moment, <laughs> but I feel like I might have to. Um because we win the ball really high up in the final third again. Two minutes after our goal, three minutes after our goal, maybe something like that. It's very quickly after our goal, anyway. Um, Nibs plays it into Smith, and they, they they finally. I think this is one of the first times we've seen it. They finally link up for a like a really good one too. Um, Nibs cuts inside into the box. He's seven yards from goal, I think, Paul with this chance and I don't understand again this is another Javi Nibs moment where I don't understand how he's not scored and I think this is probably the fourth time this season where I thought 
it's easier for him to score than it is to, to miss or, well, in this case, for the goalkeeper to make a save because he's gone in at the near post and he's got another seven yards to the goalkeeper's left-hand side, which is just completely ignored and, and tried to put it in the very small gap which the goalkeeper's left at the near post. Um, and the goalkeeper makes a relatively comfortable save in the end, to be honest, from what is a really big chance. Yeah, I mean, he's a prime example of someone in front of goal who makes way more bad decisions than good decisions. I mean, nothing will top the miss at Charlton. That was an astonishing miss. Um, to not even hit the target there, that was incredible. But yesterday's, I agree. He's got the all the opposite side of the goal, as, as like you see on TV, the right-hand side of the goal. He might not score, but it's the obvious position to put the shot, isn't it? I mean, any striker of any quality thinks I'm going to put it into that gap, not the bit where the goalie's actually favourite to save it. And there wasn't any power behind it as well. It wasn't even, it was a player with no confidence, just doesn't relax in front of goal. And unfortunately, I think we're going to see that again. We we are going to have to have a conversation about Harvey Nibs at some point because Femi Aziz, I understand, gets a lot of criticism mm. and did not have a good game last night. But True. for me at the moment, Harvey Nibs is not playing any better than for Femi Aziz. They're both playing appallingly. For players who are meant to be our most creative you know, outlets out wide, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They don't create anything ultimately, um, and neither of them score. What's and Nibs has had two headed goals in the cups this season, I think, and that's it. I guess that's why we're bottom of the league, isn't it? Even without the points deduction, you know, that's why we're down there, isn't it? You just got, yeah. you got Femi Aziz up front, you got Harvey Nibs between them in the league, they're going to get virtually zero goals, aren't they? 
And then you've got Sam Smith, who I think is better than most strikers. But yeah, let's not go behind all them. But I mean, yeah, it's not good. It's not Smith, good. He's probably going to end up with a situation like he had at Cambridge where, where you know, he, he's trying to feed off scraps. And I know Cambridge fans, when when we got him, were, were a bit, or, or not even when we got him, kind of their reviews of him, you know, last season, the year before, goes on runs, you know, goes elusive in some games, etc. But when you're playing in a team down the bottom, that's probably, you know, likely to to, to happen, you know. Um, the, the fact he was able to get those, you know, the amount of goals that he did at a team struggling like Cambridge, never created that many chances either. You know, he scored most of the goals that, that Cambridge got, you know. It's going to be similar, I think, for him here because, you know, he's got one of the same players alongside him that's trying to feed him, create chances for him. And, you know, you've got a player in Femi Aziz who... You know, I just he consistently makes the wrong choice. Like, yeah, consistently makes the wrong choice, and you know, like I'm starting to feel bad just because, like, because we, we're constantly saying it every single week. But this is where I mean, it's constantly getting picked every week as well. But that, that that's the problem. That's the that's the problem, right? Because you know, because Sellers Sellers isn't shielding him here. You know, the, the the right thing to do is take him out and just leave him out for 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 three or four games because it is not helping him being being in in the team. It's not helping, you know, fan fan opinion. It's not helping, you know, fan atmosphere in in, in the ground. Because whenever Femi Aziz gets it, you think, oh god, Femi Aziz has got it. Nothing's coming. It's helping nobody, you know. Um, but he's constantly being played. You know, like, like, like say, Vickers has to be a better option out there, you know, on on the right. And if not, you've got Macario. You know, I don't want to see Elliot out wide, but he's even played out there, you know. So you've got options there. You've got people that you could bring in, but I I just can't understand why what what why why he's still there, you know. And it's causing so many problems. Like 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 we say, we can't create chances. And you know, if for for a team that can't create chances, well, I think we scored thirteen in fifteen now, thirteen goals in fifteen. That is not you know that 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 is not a scoring no. record that you're going to be able to stay up with. You know, no unless you've got a solid defence, which we don't. No one scored more than two goals yet in the league. We, I think we've got four or five players on two goals, which, you know, we don't we don't finish chances basically, even even when we do create them. So, um, let's talk about the second half. It the second half definitely was more um, more Bristol Rovers heavy. Um, uh, Paul, the uh, Paul, sorry, the, the Bristol Rovers definitely started the better. Um, it didn't take that long for them to get the equaliser. I think they got the equaliser after about 10 minutes in the second half. And it's, this is, to be honest, I don't actually think this goal is a horrific one to concede. It is just kind of one of those goals, but Yidam goes up to make a challenge on the right-hand side and it doesn't win it, um, which is unfortunate. The ball kind of comes in behind him and Binden goes across to cover it. Um, but doesn't really get there and the ball gets played in behind him and wing. Um, and it's a, it's a good finish by Chris Martin, but I think it's, it's quite avoidable really um, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it is avoidable, but also sometimes I think you're going to concede these kind of goals, aren't you? I think it's also a good finish by Chris Martin. He obviously got a lot of stick whilst he was at Reading. By the way, and- how inevitable was it that Chris Martin was going to score last night? 
<laughs> Absolutely inevitable. I mean, he's taking it well. I mean, if you're a Bristol Rovers fan listening to this, he took his opportunity well. And whilst he was at Reading, he did get a lot of abuse. But also, he found out he had Crohn's disease around that period as well. So he was going through a lot. And uh, that doesn't seem to be well publicised, that fact. So, yeah. I don't look at that goal, Alex, like you said, and think, oh, that's absolutely horrendous. You know, that is an abysmal goal. It's comedic defending. I think it's a kind of goal that happens sometimes. And, you know, sometimes you get away with it. Sometimes you don't. We we seemingly concede too many of those goals, though. You know, I mean, oh, we conceded a lot worse than that, though. Oh, we conceded a lot worse. We've conceded worse, but 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 you look at you look at Yeardham. Yeardham's got to win the ball on the right there. You know, he's just like like you've got Femi Aziz hustling as well at at, at at the point. One of them has got to be able to just win that ball. You know, the fact that he's able to get through two players, but you know, it's a it's a good finish, but and really doesn't really have much chance it's a really good finish that goes you know that goes over him buttons probably doing the right thing you know covering down low expecting a shot across him probably you know it's just really clever finish you know from 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 martin um but yeah kind of as 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 you're saying about wasn't it inevitable chris martin would score would score i think it was even more inevitable once sam smith scored i've got the uh the uh the musicians the musicians both coming in and scoring musicians double (laughs) Um, so, but, but yeah, but like oh, it's, the this the second half for me. I don't know about you guys, but it was one of the worst halves I've seen from Reading in quite some time. I mean, I know I was lucky. Is, for me, it really wasn't even one of the worst halves that I've seen. It was terrible. Don't get me wrong; like it was awful to watch it. <laughs> but it wasn't even one of the worst halves of football I've probably seen in the last month. Well, no, you, you, didn't you, didn't have to, you didn't have to sit through half. or stand through Fleetwood, Blandsley, and that is a real, real benefit for your brain because that... No, I'm, I'm glad. That I'm was glad. a low. Um, <laughs> But, like, you know, th- th- this, this is a really big problem, though. We're talking about that wasn't even one of the worst halves. With, like, oh, sorry, you said, Alex, that that half was abysmal, but it's still three wasn't worst one of the worst halves. In, that, in the last five games alone... And that's that's the work. That's you know the real concern is that, however bad that second half was, because there was, you know, we created. I think we created one good chance in the second half, and it was from a free kick. And Dorset just kind of muffs his lines completely in front of goal. I have no idea how he's done this, but it, like he really should do way better. Um, and instead, he somehow put it back out towards the the touchline. Um, but you look at the last, like, what, five or six games, Charlton away in the second half collapsed to poor nil. Fleetwood, maybe both halves were terrible uh, and worse than that. Um, like this, away. Yeah, like we're looking at, you know, even just the last few games and it's like... It's, I think actually... It, the, there's the, there's the been only... worse games than that, which is really awful. The only good second half I can actually remember this season was Exeter. And Exeter, we were utterly for for how bad we've been in second half most most times this year. We were that bad in the first half, you know. So it's just it's just this this team at the moment is just so just infuriating to watch because it's just there's there's just well, well like what's the reason that, sec- Matt, that we go? What's the reason the second half is so poor? Because the only good second half apart from the Exeter one, which you've mentioned, the only other one I can really think of probably is Bolton. When we come back from one nil down in the second half, 
I think maybe and 20 then, minutes I'm not against actually sure that we, we did okay. We actually looked okay for 20 yes, minutes. Not the whole once half, we went behind but... against Portsmouth in the second half, yeah. we looked okay. But yeah. but, you're, but 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 you're behind at that point, and you know it's easy to look, like playing to, from to behind look, is is yeah. going to be easier. Certainly, I'm yeah. just saying how we played. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, as bad. No, no, as no, 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 no. It's it's a it's a fair point, Paul. But it's like you know you've got to you've got to find a way to play that when when you're chasing wins. You know? What's the reason? What's the reason that that well, give me like a short reason as to why we're you know struggling so much in the second half of games? <sighs> I. I know, I know. Early doors, we were talking about, you know, the press and maybe the players with the lack of pre-season. Obviously, Sellers not coming in. You know, thanks to all the comedic actions that were happening, you know, over the summer. But I don't even think it's that because, like, it, it's not like the, the only player. Well, there was only really two players that kind of I, I was looking at in the first half and thinking they are running a lot this half, and that was Savage and Smith. You know. And both of them, you know, nearly played out ninety minutes. Like the the, the there's not really much. Well, there, there there is a press coming from 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 the other players. It'd be wrong to say that, but there, there shouldn't be enough that they're on their knees after forty five minutes. You know, there, there, there's there's so much. You know, though, when I look at the the team at the moment and the performances, you know, you're looking, you're looking at the way they're playing and the way they're trying to get forwards, the way they're trying to progress through the thirds. Like that, there's, there's, there's no link up play. There's, 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 there's no link up play. There's no one twos. There's no little triangles. There's no pass and moves. You know, that they're, they're, they're literally, the, the quality is so bad that oh, maybe, maybe they're trying to do that, but they're not even getting away the first pass because they hit, they're, they're hitting the pass and it's just going, you know, straight, straight to the straight to Bristol. I mean there, there was there was about a 15 minute period at the start of that second half where where we, we just couldn't even keep the ball, you know. And of course you've got to give credit to to you know Bristol City at at some point there. because you know, they came out they were a lot better. You know, they couldn't really have been much worse than they were in the first half. But I mean so Paul, used to sitting in the championship that he's called them Bristol City there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I'm sorry I I'm I, I, I was doing it. I was doing it all Sorry. So, his <laughs> name is Matt Lansley. If you're a Rovers fan, and you can find him at, at mattlansley.com. <laughs> um, Paul, I mean, for me, the the obvious uh, deficiency that we have in the second half, of, especially in the second half of games, for me, Paul, is that the central midfield goes missing. Very, yeah, very I think what happens is pressure off. kicks in. We're not winning or we're losing. The players crumble because they're low quality. They make bad decisions. They've got no confidence. They have no faith in the system or probably the manager now. They don't really want to be here, a lot of the players. And it just descends into chaos, doesn't it? And I, I think that it's a combination of factors. It's not just one thing. But ultimately, the players are a bit shit. You know, you can dress it up and say it's all about formations, but how many of those other players will actually get in another League One team that's above twelfth? Not well. Many. This is the this is the thing. I don't think the players are horrendous in the sense of yeah, they're not playing very well. But I'm not sure they're, they're not a team which should be sitting at the bottom of the league. Like no, I, think I agree with that. I agree that, with right? that. And I put some of that down to the fact that we were so desperate to appoint a manager at a time when nobody else wanted to come here. I agree with that. That we should be doing better than where we are. I Can I just point something out really quickly? Sorry? Can I just point something out? Because 
this this is a point that we've raised for a number of seasons now with with Reading FC. You know, almost back to you know when when things start to go down the pan. You know, eighteen season eighteen nineteen. Oh, the players that we've got aren't that bad. They are because we wouldn't be down there otherwise. We wouldn't consistently be down at the bottom if the players weren't that bad. I'm, I'm not saying that a little should bit top... better than where we are. I think we should. Yeah, be I'm not saying we should be top of the league with this squad. No, but... nowhere near that. I think we should. I, be I also just don't think we have the weakest squad in League One. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. just it just isn't the weakest squad in League One. I, do, I just no, I agree. I can't agree believe that. that. Yeah. Um, which, but it's the know, worst decision making squad and manager who is just floundering. Yeah, but if you can't, if, if if you're a player who can't make decisions, then you're not really a good footballer, are you? Because no matter how much ability you make, you're never going to be able to show it because you can't. You, your decisions are going to always be wrong and always going to, you know, come come to nothing. You're always going to end up giving the ball away, shooting when you shouldn't, missing the target. You know, so I think I think for me at the moment, realistically now, Sellers has probably had his time for most fans like it's very mm. difficult to see him winning around people at this point he, he... well just 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 to add on that sellers thing there was a big thing and we're not touched upon it really um yeah well big thing for me yesterday i want to talk about and that was the substitutions the substitutions yesterday again were just like just so odd because savage should have come off stayed on played 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 the uh, played out the full full 90 um when you when you were chasing the game you know, there, there, there was just a like-for-like like switch up, up up front. You know, you've got two strikers on the bench there. Like, I don't I, I don't want to sound like a dinosaur or anything, but what's the point of having two strikers there on the bench if you've not got, like, a plan B option there for if you're trailing and if you're if you're going to bring on two strikers, you know, to, to try and move? I mean, it was just baffling, you know, the substitutions. And he's not helping himself, Sellers. You know, I, I, I think I most mean, of us are kind of of your opinion, Alex, about he's probably so much time, of- but... So much of that, like no plan B, but comes down to the fact that the squad selection is weird. There's no wide player. You pick two central strikers and you only bring one on when you're trying to win a game. You don't change the formation. Like there's so many things that we criticize them for. And frankly, it's just it's not worth it because everybody can see the deficiencies in the like in the management style at the moment. Um, we're not, you know, we're not telling anybody anything new here by by telling everybody he's doing a bad job. Um we'll be back. There is it today, Wednesday. So we'll be back uh, tomorrow or Thursday. No, tomorrow or Friday, sorry, with a preview before the Shrewsbury Town game. Um, Shrewsbury, as it happens, have only actually scored seven goals this season. So, you know, maybe we'll only concede one at the weekend. Um, we'll see. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, do drop us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, we'll be back very soon next couple of days so make sure you download that in a couple of days time uh until then have a great week everybody cheers